Monsters and Godzilla, Zilla, Zilla, A, 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 and Blue Smith. Wait, I mean, Will Smith is blue. Also, Oscar-winning actress Octavia Spencer gets cray-cray. That and more on today's episode of The Real Review. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. You did it, man. I did it. it. Yes, I said it all correctly, guys. (laughs) Nice. I said it correctly. Anyways, everybody, I am here with Joel. Oh my God. Cunningham. Oh, come on. That's like my least favorite line. From the, that's probably why you're saying that. Yes, it is. Like my least favorite you were my inspiration. Yeah. Well, overall, I mean, that that one line of dialogue set my expectations a lot lower, but we'll see how they turned out. Yeah, we'll see, how that, we'll see how that turns out. Who am they I? They set my expectations very low. I am here with Matt, the voice of the Titans. Hey. Ooh, the voice of the Titans. Yeah. I, I like it, that. I, you, Kind of like a yeah, it's like really noise, yeah. If I could make those noises, I'd be making like if I could make those noises with my mouth, yeah, I would make a lot of money. <laughs> Probably then Hollywood wouldn't have to like create these like weird soundscapes. They would just, they would just hire Matt. me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He can be the voice of the monster. See what happens, man. I uh, forget what what's his name, Andy Circ, Andy whatever name is the he's the the motion capture guy, Andy Circus, Andy Circus. Yeah, and you could be the 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 voice monster guy. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, I'm I'm down Hollywood. Hire me. There you go. I'm my, I can make my my calendar wide open. Shoot us an email, Real Review yeah, Media. Do it. To book man. I'm his booking agent. I take 10%. Speaking of Real <laughs> Review, Joel, yes. why I'm don't not. you tell everybody like how they can get connected with us? Sure. I yeah, let's that, start man. with that today. Yeah, so there's a number of ways to get connected to the podcast. We have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Real Review Media. We're always posting tons of uh, content, of trailers, Posters, you know, posters and, and things yeah. like that up there, and we would love to get connected. And occasionally, we're announcing contests, and that's always one of the best places to get connected to those contests. I think we're going to do this another one. one for June. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We've got some big films coming out. Yeah, so you know, Spiderman's coming out pretty soon here, and then yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. stuff at the end of the year. But yeah. We'll probably do another one pretty soon here. Yeah. So get connected with us on there. Um, additionally, we have our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. We always post all of our uh, content up on there as far as the podcasts that are coming out so you can get connected on whatever platform you're using. Uh, additionally, we have our Instagram and Twitter, which are both at Real Review Media. And last but not least, uh, despite the adpocalypse, I guess it's going on right now, <laughs> youtube.com slash The Real yeah. if you want to watch some of our content that we got going up there. I think we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be totally fine. Uh, I should actually, last but not least, least uh we would love to hear your thoughts and perspectives on things that we're talking about and all the things that are going on with film and media in your world so shoot us an email realreviewmedia at gmail.com right right good job well Thank done you. i did it also I you did, did do it yeah. hey i like how encouraging we are to each other today it's good it's usually great. we're not so it's hey good. you know what it's 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 you know we encourage each other in like a poking at each other kind of way we you encourage know? critical thinking how about that critical thinking in a friendly manner sure yeah. okay yeah. let's positive, just go with that positive feedback anyways if you you are uh, new to the show or unfamiliar with what we have going on, or if you've heard this before, you're going to hear it again. I'll do it real quick. All right. <laughs> uh, the way that we do things here on The Real Review, Joel uh, kind of has a difference of opinion than what I normally approach film and how mm-hmm. I like to watch films and those kinds of things. He's a little bit more critical, analytical, dives into the details, mm-hmm. and a lot of those things maybe even bother him more than they might bother me. Yes. Um, you know, some may say he's negative, <laughs> um, and mainly when I say some, I just mean me. Yeah. Um, but then 
then I kind of approach it from like, Hey, was that fun? Did it meet some like emotional criteria that I have set for myself? Did it, was it something that I feel like, Hey, you know, this is like rewatchable and it's going to be super great in the future. Yeah. And I might be a little bit more positive just because of that, but we kind of combine that together in our reviews and that's what you get. The real review, yo. There it is. There it is guys. Um, so, Hey, uh, we got a few movies that we want to talk about. Um, I know I want to start off with, uh, Godzilla. King of the Monsters, okay? Do so it. let me let me break this down real quick and then I'm going to talk to you about something. So Godzilla, King of the Monsters, uh, the cryptozoological <laughs> agency <laughs> monarch faces off against a battery of God-sized monsters, including the mighty Godzilla who collides with Mothra, Rodan, and his ultimate nemesis, the three-headed king Ghidorah, directed by Michael Doherty, uh, also written by uh, Michael Doherty and a number of other people, but it stars... Um, Kyle Chandler, Vera Farmiga, Millie Bobby Brown, Ken Watanabe, uh, Z Zeng, Bradley Whitford, Sally Hawkins, Charles Dance, a lot of other people. So, uh, Joel, I, you know what? And this is funny. This is probably one of the earliest conversations, I think, when we were talking about movies and started talking about movies together a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Is the, the 2014 Godzilla that came yeah. out. You and I were big fans of that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Loved it. Visually, it was way beyond what I figured they were going to try right. for. I was like, Godzilla, you, you think of the original Matthew Broderick. Well, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. original, but like the, <laughs> the, the original American. Yeah, yeah, Matthew Broderick one and how cheesy that was. And it was like a like a cheap spinoff of Jurassic Park. Right. And they did just so much good stuff with that one. They grounded it in a human story, mm-hmm. but a one that made sense. They did visually great things. Yeah. Um, the action, although some people were really frustrated with the fact they didn't have enough Godzilla in right. it. I was okay with it. I was okay with it yeah. because it really put in perspective, at least for that first film, the monstrosity of these yeah. creatures and, and it, Godzilla. And it, and it really like makes those moments really special too. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my, the, the thing I remember most about that movie, I saw it in IMAX uh-huh. and there's the scene in the in the in that 2014 Godzilla where you know they show up on Hawaii and then and then one of the Mutos like blows up something and they're in the airport hangar and there yeah. it's just a huge panning tracking shot right everything's exploding and then all of a sudden Godzilla's foot stops down <laughs> and it pans up and he's like roaring at the screen I was like <gasps> yeah it was incredible it was I an agree. incredible thing yeah I think the best word that I could explain the first one would just be like epic you know they you do so many of these monster movies and this one's more like that I'm not gonna say negative or good things bad about it yet but um that first movie did such a good job with just making you feel like you were on this ride of if this creature were really to come out of yeah. the ocean i mean even the very beginning what, yeah. and the heartfelt connection you're getting with these characters and that sense of loss and yeah. what that means for them yeah gareth, whereas with the other ones are so big you yeah. kind of lose sight of that gareth edwards did a really good job making you feel like you're kind of like they're looking up at godzilla mm-hmm. a lot which is really really cool yeah Gave you Absolutely. that scale, that sense of like, oh my gosh, this thing is massive. Right. Um, so Very that was surprised. really, really cool. So yeah. uh, let me start off with this new one, uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which is, is technically the third film in a shared universe mm-hmm. uh, where you have Godzilla 2014 and you also have Kong, which I think 2017, Skull yeah, Island. Yeah, they're, they're creating a small universe right. within this world of monsters. Right. And I thought Kong was okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, this one... This one I liked, uh-huh. not nearly as much as the 2014. Um, there were elements that that I didn't like, but I, I, let me just start off with overall. I liked I liked it, but it wasn't as awe inspiring to me as I felt the previous one was. Although 
Although, let me say this, there are some really magnificent shots in this movie. There's a couple of them that I really, I really like. I was like, man, that is an incredible shot of yeah. just stuff happening. I was like, yeah. wow, that is like, it, 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 it harkened back to when I felt that way about the first Godzilla. Yeah. Um, and I think Michael Doherty, I think he was trying really hard to maintain that. I don't think he has the natural skill that Gareth Edwards does to show those scale. No things but i think he i think he's aware of it mm-hmm. and i think he tried really hard to try try and get it to that point so, yeah the, the the shots in this one were there the epic shots of you know godzilla when they were rodan had rodan, one of my favorite shots those felt good yeah but there was fewer of them yeah as far as the the cool thing about the original one was there was a lot of the shots were almost like a first person perspective mm-hmm. you felt like you were like in the chair yeah and the best example is the halo jump that they do. Yeah. That scene and that shot was just so beautifully orchestrated yeah. with music and the visual style yeah. and then putting you in like the person's visuals mm-hmm. to feel like, holy cow, I feel like I'm jumping right. into this crazy disaster. Um, and I thought that was a cool, I thought it, there was a couple shots that where you have kind of like Godzilla like coming at the screen and things like that and a couple of the monsters where you felt that sense of like, wow, this is power. Right. This is strength and, and chaos right. kind of coming at you. But overall, it was probably maybe like you said, like two shots right. or so that it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. really felt There's one of Ghidorah that it might even be in the trailer. That was a really, really awesome. Yeah. And then uh, Rodan had one of my other favorite ones. Yeah, there's one of Godzilla where they're kind of, he's, first interacting with right. the humans sort of yeah that i thought was really cool yeah okay so let's let's go with some more things here i without addressing the script and what was there for the actors to do i thought the actors did a good job acting yeah um they had with what their material was i thought they brought everything and i don't feel like anybody really phoned it in um no i i, well, I was concerned with millie bobby brown a little bit just cuz right. i haven't seen her in anything outside yeah. of her Netflix stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought she did an excellent job yeah. with what she was given in the for character. Sure. For yeah. sure. I and and um and so I all the all the stuff in the movie is not the, any negative ne- negativity that I have towards the movie is not because the actors, it might just be because the way some of the scripting and story elements were. But um yeah, I think the acting was great. I thought the visuals for them were better than I was anticipating them to be. Yeah, honestly, I I went. I remember watching the trailer, being like, "Why does this look funny to me? It looks weird. It doesn't yeah. look like it's, like you know, leaving, leaving, living, breathing Godzilla and monsters." You know. Yeah. But um, I it was a lot better in the context of the movie. Maybe that was just what was missing for me. Yeah, I think the monsters in this movie were more kind of your stereotypical like monster of the day type fair. Yeah, they felt that way. Not as a, not as an extreme. Like it wasn't to the point where it was bad. Yeah. But they all the monsters just kind of felt like okay, well that's a big Godzilla, yeah. that's a big Rodan, that's a, and it wasn't bad. I think my favorite was probably Mothra. Yeah. As far as the visual style yep. and kind of what they did with I that. I thought the sound effects for Mothra oh, were sound, really good. Yeah. Actually, sound design was actually pretty good yeah, this whole movie. That's what I was gonna say. All the yeah. way through the sound design and even the music at times was really pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I it, think. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, the music actually harkened back. It reminded me of the first Godzilla mm-hmm. and Kong a little bit. It had some like tribal elements. Like it, mm-hmm. it was really cool. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. I think the overall, the story was kind of where it started to fall apart for me more. Yep. I don't know if we want to move into kind of the negatives a bit. Yeah, go ahead. Go um, ahead. So the first one had a very simple story in a lot of ways. There was a lot of complexity and depth that kind of were underlining and behind, mm-hmm. like the story of where Godzilla came from and why he woke up and what he was going to do. Um, 
and the monsters in general. There was a lot of depth behind that, but it was really a human story about yeah. one man and his family and a couple people and trying to sort of stop the apocalypse right. or help Godzilla, if you will. Uh, this movie went in a lot of different directions <laughs> with a lot of different characters. And yeah. I think I, it's not that I got lost. I saw the movie twice. Oh, um, cool. Not necessarily because I really wanted to the first time i definitely want to see it the second time it was more of like well a couple people are going and i'm kind of on board for it <laughs> um yeah but you really start to feel like okay well there's a lot of different competing interests a lot of competing personalities yeah and it makes the film feel a little bloated and a little kind of like character wise i think that's the only reason why it is bloated yeah to be honest i think there's just too many people that they're throwing at you yeah i mean even to the point and i don't know if why they did this or what the reason for this was behind this, you know, maybe production elements or yeah. something, but you know, they kill off one of the characters mm -hmm. very abruptly. Yeah. And you kind of are like left like what? What? Oh, they're dead. What, yeah. what happened with but them? Here's the Why? thing is you don't you know? feel for it because no. you don't, you don't know right. these people because you don't know them. And there's so many other characters that you're connected right. with in the story. It's like a moment like that could have had a much more epic feel if the cast had been a little bit more tight. Yep. And I don't mean tight as far as acting, I mean tight as far as volume of characters. Yeah, they could have like condensed like three or four people into one character maybe. Yeah, know? and so yeah. I, I kind of got lost. It was like every character needed to fill a different niche. You right. know what I mean? They wanted a couple of them to be funny, but not ridiculously funny. Right. You know, they wanted a couple to be more like the action characters yeah. and some of them more like the science characters, <laughs> you know? Right. So, I don't know. So, here, here's my negative thought with this, and this is where I think the 2014 Godzilla excels. Like, there's tragedy that happens in, the, in this movie and then in the 2014 one as well. Mm -hmm. um, the difference is this movie, you don't you don't really get to spend any time with the characters before tragedy strikes, right? Very, so you, very, very briefly. Like the first five minutes of the movie, you get like a little intro with barely the character. Yeah. anything. Right. So, it but in 2014, yeah. you get you get some like you get some like character relational, and it makes the opening of 2014 Godzilla so heartbreaking. Right. And I was yeah. just like, man, that is heavy, you know. Yeah. And then you, you you're and then you feel emotionally invested through the rest. Right. Um, you kind of get that twice. You get it at the very beginning, and then they do the flash forward. Yeah. And then you get it again a second right. time to reconnect you with the different characters and stuff. Right. So this one, you, I felt like I didn't have any time. So everybody's like reeling from this loss, this devastating thing. And, and yeah. you're kind of, and I was just kind of like, I'm supposed to feel sad right now, but I don't because it, yeah. I don't know these people. So I'm meeting this guy. He's just grumpy McGrumpy pants yeah. meeting this lady. She's just like kind of off right. a little bit weird maybe, <laughs> but I like, it was abrupt to me. I mean, yeah. they, I'm going to kind of spoiler it, but you jump to a shot of like a, a, a mom lady crying. Yeah. And after you've had this sort of intro, but you never actually saw the loss. Right. You saw the precursor to the loss, right. but you never actually experienced it yep. with the character. Yep. And so you're just kind of left feeling like, oh, well, that's sad. I feel bad yeah. for them. I feel bad. Like but it, then you jump yeah. right into like, okay, here's monsters. Yep. So you're again, and then it's like jumping from one character to another. And then one character gets offhandedly killed and they're yeah. only briefly introduced. And then you, <laughs> later you get another. So it's just, it's kind of just jumping around right. from thing to thing to thing. And it's like set piece to set piece to set piece. Yeah. With all these characters, there's in the a mix. mini twist that happens too with one of the main characters, yeah. and I, I I leaned over because I went with my dad, and I was like, I was like, wait, why did why did that person just do that? Like that didn't make sense to yeah. me. And then the, and then it, they had to explain it, but I was a little just confused in the moment. It was confusing to me in regards to the motivation for that move. Yep. The what the logically in their world and their perspective, why they did it. Mm -hmm why they were allowing certain things to take place made sense, but their character didn't really have, seem to have that kind of motivation to be willing mm -hmm. to do what they were doing. Right. I mean, 
millions of people are dying. Creating, yeah, I know, I know, millions. <laughs> millions, I like, know. and it's not like, either way, even if their plans went the right direction, right, that wasn't right, going right. to happen. Yeah. That was very likely to happen this either way. This is crazy. I, yeah. Anyway, so I, um, so some of the, the story was just a little bit ridiculous. Let yeah. me just say that in, in, in one element and the other part, they wanted you, they wanted you to have more emotional investment, but I didn't feel like it earned. So that's kind of my main criticism for the movie. Yeah. But I will say I did enjoy a lot of the fighting. The fighting was good. Yes. I mean, the, the actual monster fights were fun. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like, so what I need in a good, in a good fight in general, yeah. and they kind of tend to lose this with monster fights. Fight. Yeah. Well, they had this in the first in the 2014 one, yeah. the stakes need to rise. Like you need to feel like there's a back and forth with the monsters. Yeah. And this one kind of tended to just be like monsters clashing yeah. and hitting each other and biting. And it's like, I don't even have any sense of real like damage that's being done yeah. or if this is hurting them or if there's like stakes that are rising. Yeah. There was a couple scenes of that later on in the film where it felt better. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, they're actually like, the stakes are rising. They need yeah. this. But for the most part, it was just kind of like two giant monsters bashing each other yeah. you know or three or four however yeah. many were in the shot um, yeah for yeah. sure yeah. um and I, and I feel that same way i don't think the i don't think the actual fight scenes were as beautifully helmed as they were in the 2014 uh godzilla yeah. um but their intro i heard someone mention it this way but their introductions were pretty epic oh great yeah, yeah i like the introductions yeah i think they in the actual overall design you know i talked about how they kind of just look more yeah. just like everyday saturday morning monsters yeah. but they they were still good yeah they looked realistic so let's do this because i found it really interesting this is one of those really unique movies or this happens every now and then it's not as common as you might think but uh rotten tomatoes has this movie at 40 percent. yeah the audience score is 85 yeah and like i think that's i think that says a lot you yeah. know audience i think the audience is going to enjoy a mo summer monster movie and that's kind of what they're getting you uh -huh. know yeah and i think that's why it's i think that's why it's more successful in, in the theaters yeah. um as far as that is concerned i mean it made 50 million or so domestic made a lot more money mm -hmm. overseas but um I th it's already made its production budget back so it's i think it's that's gold. a that's a huge element as far as the numbers yeah um not the not the review score but yeah. the numbers as far as return Monster movies tend to do really well. American monster movies tend to do really well mm -hmm. in foreign countries. Yeah. And I think we like it here because, one, it's a familiar property. It's a sequel to a property that we really did yeah. enjoy. It's got a lot of faces mm -hmm. of a lot of different actors of different, you know, ethnicities and all different yep. shapes and sizes. And so there's something for everybody to kind of connect with. And the story, I would put it at an okay level. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. There's elements of it that are bad, but there's yeah. elements of it that are pretty good as well. Yeah. There's touching-ish moments mm -hmm. that happen. And so I think it's it like slides in safe. You know, yeah. that's why I would say this movie it it was safe. Yeah. Yeah, it was a safe. <laughs> it yeah. didn't really take a lot of risks or anything like that except for I guess the one area you could say that it took some risks very minorly was delving into the whole I'm not going to go there necessarily but the whole climate change debate mm -hmm. and, and kind of what's going sure. on with that. That's where maybe it took a bit of a risk. But I always think of Detective Pikachu now when I think of climate change. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> if you don't believe yeah. in climate change after seeing that, I don't know what yeah. would make you believe in it. Well, it's kind of like, <laughs> I mean, that would be the one area where they would potentially like ruffle some feathers. But yeah. I think it was so underlining into the story mm -hmm. that I don't think even people on either side of that is going to weigh that too heavily into their judgment on the film in and of itself. Um, although I will say one thing that was funny to me is that the main driving purpose... These are monsters that their sole like purpose in their world is to be the most dominant, mm -hmm. effective killing machine. Mm -hmm. And that's what gives them the ability to rule and reign. Right. 
but we're relying on them for like <laughs> yeah protection. So it's it was just weird in my mind. It's we're like, kind of relying on just one from, though. For yeah, and more than like protection, like these are the ones that are gonna like do good things for the earth. Right, right I'm right. trying to not spoil it too much, but right. it's just the dichotomy of that is funny to me. It's like, literally, this is like, if if this were a human, this would be like yeah. a tyrannical ruler. Yeah. But because they're a monster creature, we're like, oh, well, this it's is- It's an animal. Yeah, it's, it's like, we, we, we should respect these animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. thought that was a funny dichotomy. But, so, Joel, yeah. what would you rate this thing? I've, <sighs> see, I struggled really hard with I'm this. I'm struggling with this one a little bit too, actually, to be honest with you. It's- it's on the border of C plus B minus. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, what you got? I think it was just good enough to get an eighty. That's what it. I'm at. All eighty. Right, there you go. Eighty. Like yeah, sure enough. Because I was, I was like, <laughs> ah, where do I put it at? Because if yeah. the first one was like eighty nine, like ninety for me, yeah. I really like the first one. I think what honestly did it for me was some of the like Ken Watanabe type yeah. stuff. He did such an amazing. He's always so good yeah. on screen, and just his purposefulness with this was so good. And I think the acting was just good enough. Um, the connection between uh, Dr. Emma Russell and Mark Russell's characters, Kyle Chandler and Verma, mm-hmm. Vera Verminga, Verminga, their connection in the film was strong enough and good enough yeah. that it kind of helped move it forward as well. Yeah. But, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Ty. Tyzies. Tied it up. Yeah. 80. <laughs> cool. So let's dive into one that came out the week before. We just didn't get a chance to review. Um, and we're going to talk about Aladdin. Okay, so Aladdin. Mr. Aladdin. Yes. A kind-hearted street urchin. <laughs> it's a weird. Street <laughs> urchin. A street rat. That's what they call him, right? Street yeah. rat. Yeah. Street urchin and He's a power-hungry grand vizier vie for a magic lamp that has the power to make their deepest wishes come true. Directed by Guy Ritchie. Um, and it stars Will Smith, Mina Masood, Naomi Scott, uh, Marwan Kanzai. Yeah, a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, really... Um, there's kind of a, a massive cast in there with a lot of little cameos and stuff like that. Let me make one thing, point one thing out. What is the guy's name who played Prince um, Anders? Billy Magnuson. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. In the, yeah. He's in the movie for 30 seconds and he's the funniest thing in the whole oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I've been watching, <laughs> I don't know if you ever watch it, but Get Shorty. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, they just put it on Netflix. He was I heard in, great things about it. He was he in, in Get Shorty. Uh, uh, Game Night. Yes, he also. was in Game Night. Yeah. <laughs> he plays such a really funny kind of doofusy character. Yeah. He's so, <laughs> so perfect funny. at it. And he's the exact same way in Get Shorty. Is which, he? Yeah. Oh, he's so, so good. Yeah, I, I really like his character in this, yeah. but overall, I, I like him as that kind of actor. Yeah, so, yeah, he's, yeah, he's good. So I really enjoyed him, even though he's not even really in the movie that much. But yeah. Um, let me say, going into this, I didn't think the trailers did a very good job promoting this movie. No, um, that was one of the most negative, reactive trailers in a while. Right. So, especially with the blue Will Smith. So thing. my my perspective going into it, I kind of went in with low expectations. To be honest yeah. with you, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah, I found way more enjoyment out of it, and I liked the genie way more than I thought I would too. Like I thought Will Smith was okay. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. I was expecting like this, like I don't want to, uh, but I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. At least his portrayal. The movie I thought was uh, was okay to, to better than okay, but um, it wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination. But I did find more enjoyment. I, I was surprised. Yeah, let's just say that. I, I'm mixed on this one. One of this is another one where the critic and the fan perspectives have been very divergent. The fan perspectives have oh, been yeah. up in the '90s, mm-hmm. and critics have been like bashing on it. Yeah, I, this one I tend to kind of more agree. I think with the critics. Yeah. Um. The reason mainly being 
if I just have to like take a step back and mm-hmm. I say we've got this original film Aladdin, which is a cartoon that came out from based upon a story, but yeah. um, this cartoon that came out from Disney a long time ago, and I really one of my favorite Disney movies is out there. There's a couple that I really like, but this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, is this does this movie stand get the same level as I would put sure. the original Aladdin? I would say not even close. Yeah, it's not a bad movie so per se. But at the same time, like I wouldn't give it anywhere near the same height of rating. Like this movie, in a couple months from now, I'll probably totally forget yep. that I even saw it. You it's know, and very, it's it is pretty forgettable. Yeah, and no. most of the live action, not all, but most of the live action remakes that I've seen with these Disney films have kind of felt that way for me. Yeah. Um, there's a number of reasons for that, and again, there's nothing about this film that I could specifically point to and say now that is just horrendously awful. But yeah. there's a lot of little things about the film that just kind of add up to make it just go, ah. Yeah. So, and I will say as well, the average audience score is just the amount of people that overall liked it versus disliked it. Yep. And I would say I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than yeah. I was expecting, like you okay, said. Okay, cool. Um, I enjoyed um, the visual style was pretty fun in yep. a lot of ways. And they were fun, creative with especially a lot of the genie powers. Yeah. And the way they kind of made use of that. There was a couple of weird moments of like, slow motion and fast motion that yeah. I really didn't like. Yeah. I'm like, what? And I know it's a Guy Ritchie thing. That was the other thing that was weird to me. I'm like, Guy Ritchie. Like, Just I would his, not expect his him. His isms in this movie, I didn't I didn't think they actually lended to Aladdin, to be honest with no, you. No, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I didn't like, one of the things that was so great and iconic about the original as well is that the characters were so like tentpole type characters. They were so classic. Yeah. And co- like... <laughs> It's like that is that. Jafar is that. I and didn't this, I didn't mind Jafar that much either. I thought he I think he was not He wasn't menacing or scary to me at all. And it wasn't necessarily just due to the voice because a lot of people are like, oh, he doesn't sound like Jafar at all. And he right. doesn't. But he also just didn't he came across as more of like a suffering, you know, wanna oh yeah. woe is me type character and not as much as an evil, diabolical do whatever it For takes me, to For me, I was to win. I was going in like uh I like I didn't wasn't gonna like him, but I thought I thought he was better than I was anticipating. Same yeah. kind of thing with well, the genie. In the original, they set up Jafar. I'm going to spoil it because that movie's been out a long time. Yeah, seen, <laughs> it's the know. same movie. It's yeah. just different. In the original, Jafar's stakes were very clear. He just wanted to be Sultan. He yep. wanted the power. Yep. He felt he was deserving of it. He yeah. wanted a ticket. Whereas in this one, they tried to include these kind of quasi-realistic political yeah. aspects, which was like, he felt like he had to work for everything that he got. He was Mm -hmm. born into these rags. He had to work his way up to become this person. Mm -hmm. And why not, if he's had to do that and become as successful as he has, why not go all the way and become the Sultan? So it makes sense. Like realistically, he's a guy that had to work his way up and he was born in a really bad circumstance. So it's like, you kind of relate to what he's saying, but then he's doing quasi bad things to accomplish that Mm -hmm. so you start going like well is he a bad guy is he not a bad guy so it like left me without a real antagonistic character and then secondarily the story it wasn't even that's the thing that like I kept telling myself this wasn't Aladdin it was like Aladdin and friends it was (laughs) it was so much more about Will Smith's character and Naomi Scott's character and Aladdin oh, and Jafar. Uh, Everybody uh, had their own. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Jasmine's uh, handmaiden. Yes, that, I like kind of like. That, I was though. cute. Yeah, I yeah. mean, but again, <laughs> it's like everybody has their own little background and story and thing that they're trying to get to yeah. and accomplish. And it was like, 
it's a more human story, but I wasn't, I, the reason I enjoyed Aladdin was because it took you, it's like the whole beginning, it's Arabian Nights, you go into this almost like yeah. other world, this other environment and everything, and Will Smith, it, you know, yeah. that's how it starts, it's like, I'm going to tell you a tale, mm-hmm. but it's more of like a story. I like that, I like that like full circle at the beginning, because I didn't know what that yeah. was. I was fine with that, yeah. Anyway, so okay. um, let me just say this, so. Overall, I was surprised. I thought negative. I thought um, I thought some of the effects were a little weird. Yeah, a little bit. With Abu, primarily. Yeah. I had issues with that. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, the other problem was, actually, this is the first time I'll say this about one of these remakes. I felt like they could have leaned in a little heavier to the songs. Yeah. Um, the, the beginning song where he's running through the streets, also a whole new world, felt yeah. really short. They cut out a lot of content from a lot of the songs, yeah. I felt like, to make room for- Other things. Well, Naomi Scott, character well jasmine had her own little musical section in this that wasn't in the original and i felt like they wanted to make time for that i was okay with it but i think i think you get with the iconic songs i felt like they could have leaned to that a little bit more heavily same with the intro song you know the arabian night um they got that that's a thing though to me like they got quasi political with some of the aspects as far as like you know i'm not gonna go there but whenever they force those things into it especially a movie that i've already seen yeah it's kind of like, well, you already had source material, which right. didn't require you to go there. Sorry, what were you going to... I interrupted you just No, that. you're fine. So I think um, I would like to see more of the song element. Um, I thought um, Naomi Scott and Mina Masood did really good. Yeah, they were great. They were really, really good. Will they, Smith too, but I think I yeah. think as the main two, you know, Aladdin and Jasmine were really, really good. Yeah, they're, they felt like there was real chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. That didn't feel manipulated at yeah. all. I think the way that their relationship progressed in this one as quickly as it did yeah. felt a bit manipulated sure. because it went with the same sensibilities of the cartoon, yeah. but you've created much deeper characters. Yeah. So it's like, if they're going to fall in love, you need to oh, create yeah, yeah, deeper yeah. reasons for why versus you're just hot and here and you're saying the right thing at the right moment. I did like, you um, know? there's a scene where like the genie's like helping present Aladdin to the princess for the first time. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Talking about jellies and stuff. Anyways. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. What, any other thoughts specifically? Yeah. I just, I wasn't happy with how certain things played out in this one. Okay. I, I wish they'd done more with the original material. I was fine. I liked the overall additions and changes they made to the songs. Yeah. I thought that was fine. I mean, I liked the originals a lot, but I'm like, okay, update a little bit, add some Will Smith style. I was fine with that, but sure. I wanted more. Yeah. I wanted them to go longer and bigger with the songs. Yeah. And then additionally, I wasn't happy with how they kind of forced in deeper character story elements, but then kept the overall very simplistic plot progression right. of the original movie. Yeah. So it was just kind of like this weird dichotomy of like, I'm watching a kid's film that's trying to have a lot of depth and it it, it just was very off-putting. Mm, I gotcha. And unenjoyable. Too. So how off-putting was it, Joel? What I'm going to give of... this one a 73. Oh. So C minus, yeah. I'm, huh. I'm Are giving you... it a 73 also. Oh, wow. All right. Um, <laughs> for different reasons. Probably okay. just because um, I wasn't expecting, so I gave it a 73. I was thinking going into this movie, I was going to give it a D. Oh, to yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Um, D, D minus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just, I liked it a little bit more. I just thought it was a little too familiar. And yeah. I, other than that. I wish, that's a big thing. Was, I wish they had, I'm, I'm going to forget it. Is, I guess that's kind right. of the thing. I wish they had gone bigger with it. I wish they had gone into more depth of making it more creative sure. and crazy and quirky and kind of original. Yeah. That somebody did like a side-by-side photo of like the Will Smith genie that ended up in the movie, the yes, blue one, I not saw that. not his human form. <laughs> but and then like a CG like remake of it that yep. has more of the original like genie-esque bigger jaw yeah. and you know broader shoulders and things like that. 
And I'm like, that would have been really cool to see that yeah. more of a, like a, like, it's not like we don't have the technology. Life, no, <laughs> you know, and they, they were doing a lot with him to make yeah. him look different. So I don't know. I just wish they'd taken it kind of up like two degrees, like yeah. boop, boop, just like two notches. I gotcha. And I gotcha. then it would have been probably a lot more enjoyable for me. Totally gotcha. So, um, all right. Yeah. So that's uh, Aladdin for you there. Uh, let's dive into one movie that I got to see. Mm-hmm. And this is gonna be a real quick thing. Um, because you didn't get to actually see this movie. It's a new Blumhouse release, which Correct. is called Ma. Let me just say this. Regardless of how good the movie is, Blumhouse is the pinnacle of their, like, having one of the best business models mm-hmm. as far as a film studio is concerned. Yeah. Um, this movie is getting, like, okay to a little better than okay reviews. Yeah. On a budget of $5 million, it's already tripled its budget in opening week. They're set. They don't even have, they could pull all their movies from the theater <laughs> right now and be fine. Yeah. You know, so. That's what Blumhouse does well. They take good names and put them with decent to good scripts. Right. And then created on the smallest budget possible. And thrillers and horror movies sell. Yeah. They do. Like no other. So. Yeah, there's a very strong following. Right. So. Um, people that watch them. So anyway, this, this movie specifically, Ma is uh, a lonely woman befriends a group of teenagers and decides to let them party at her house just when the kids think their luck couldn't get any better. Things start happening that make them question the intention of their host. Directed by Tate Taylor, uh, written by Scotty Landis, or Lanes, <laughs> and uh, it's Octavia Spencer, Diana Silvers, Juliette Lewis, McKaylee Miller, Corey Fogelmanis, interesting last name, Fogelmanis. <laughs> um, so uh, this one, I, I, I was like, oh, this kind of looks creepy, you know, when I see it. Um, let me just say right off the bat, it was okay. I was actually a little disappointed by this movie. Okay. Um, Octavia Spencer is fantastic. Best part of the whole movie. Like her like psychoticness is is just the right amount. And um and it's it's one of those movies where you're like, Hey, you won an Academy Award <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden you're doing this movie. Yeah. I bet you got most of that five million dollars for the budget, huh? <laughs> but um it was, I thought she did really, really good. And kind of oddly enough, Luke Evans is in this movie. I didn't even realize that. Okay. Um, and I was like, wow, he's actually in this movie. And he's, I hadn't, I don't remember seeing him in any promotional material, but that's maybe random. that's just me. Yeah. Um, You'd think they wouldn't promote that. So one of the, like the climax of the movie is in the last like 12 minutes of the movie. And there's a lot of those scenes in the trailer. Oh, and I hate th- that. I was like, why is any of this in the trailer? None yeah. of that should be in the trailer. Yeah. And, um, that really bothered me. I was yeah. like, because I, first of all, my problem with trailers is I remember trailers really well. I remember every scene in a trailer. And when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, well, I haven't seen this scene yet. Yeah. And I'm like, there's more to go. And yeah. I, and I just, I, I'm, my, I'm sub- subconsciously waiting for that scene to happen. Yeah. And then, like, in the last 10 minutes of this movie, I'm like, well, I haven't seen like these three scenes yet. So <laughs> it's, they got to be coming up soon. Yeah. Um, and I wish I didn't remember them like that because I feel like I'd be more surprised a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, but uh, the movie was just okay. There's, there was a little bit, I feel, to be honest with you, I feel like they could have taken it a little bit of a step further. Mm-hmm. Um, for a rated R film, I think they could have taken it another, you know, it could have gotten a lot like more horrific at the end. Yeah. Um, but I felt like they were being tame for some reason. I don't know why. The story was okay. It's really just, it's kind of about bullying in high school. It's really what it's about and yeah. and kind of how that stays with people and, and the lessons learned from that. But um, I, I liked all the acting. Acting was great. Um, I, there, there was one scene at the beginning that's an exception that there's an interaction. I was like, that was really weird. That didn't seem like a real interaction. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like people talk to each yeah. other that way. And then um, after that, it was great. 
Um, I think one of the things, this is to kind of go back to one of the points you just made, if you don't mind me saying. Yeah, go for it. With Blumhouse films, I haven't seen a ton of them, but I think there are, because the budgets are so low, there are occasionally moments where I feel like they might have taken the cheaper route. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The 100%. less expensive route with, yeah, absolutely. and that might have been part of it because totally. whenever you have a ton of gore and violence, that's going to require probably special effects. More, yep. Yep. And <laughs> that costs money. Yeah. So that might have been it. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know. Or they just wanted to go in a very different direction with yeah. it. But I don't know. All the shocking stuff in this, almost, almost all the shocking stuff in this is in the trailer, which is really. I was really upset about that. And yeah. it's not the movie's fault. It's a, yeah. it's a marketing team fault. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, that was disappointing in the movie because none yeah. of that was like a surprising thing to me. I did like some of the elements of it though. Yeah. Um, like if you want to know a good trailer for me right now, especially for a horror film, yeah. it part two. Oh my gosh. It, that looks so scary. So effective. And though. I'm so excited to see yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you can tell it's kind of just cutting that scene a little yeah. bit around, but it's giving you a real sense of the creepiness and the awkward. Yeah. Aww. It's crazy. And then it shows you a little footage from around there. Yep. And then additionally, another one that's not necessarily a scary movie, but uh, Joker, we talked about yeah. that. It just shows you some clips and then really gives you a sense of the spectacle. There's and the no you're get plot from. points in that movie almost. Right. It's just like these random things that happen. And you really don't know how the interconnector interweave. Exactly. But um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a good way to do it. This one, like, it's like the amazing Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. had the very final shot of the movie in their trailer. Right. It's like, what are you doing? What guys? are you yeah. thinking? The worst thing right now for me, and I know we're going to side yeah, I know it's a side here, track, but yeah. Netflix is doing this thing now. I haven't figured out how to turn it off, but the like trailer plays trailers yeah. for shows yep. and movies. And I'm like, I've never seen any of this. I don't want you to default. Tell me what's yep. going to happen. I know. You know, I wish they would turn that off. It's crazy talk. It's annoying me. They've ruined a couple different shows. moments of shows for some oh, people sucks. that I've, you know, gone to watch them with. So that sucks. Anyway, Anyways. what are you, you going to rate this thing? Um, I'm going to give it a 68. Okay. It's um, a lot lower than I thought. Yeah. I don't know. It was, I was disappointed. Um, it's not really, and worth- it wasn't really, it wasn't really scary mm-hmm. either. So I felt like it was mismarketed maybe a little bit in that way as well. Um, but it had some like really solid acting and some, there, there weren't really any good relational moments I felt like in this movie at all, mm. with the exception of maybe one girl and her dog. No, a magical maybe, maybe unicorn her mom, dragon oh, her but mom. not even really that much because you don't yeah. see any resolve like the movie just kind of ends yeah. <laughs> it's really weird um, but for the most part I, th- I mean we ran out of budget yeah so <laughs> I was just, I was disappointed so yeah. maybe it, it, it might not be this bad in my mind if I were to review it in mm-hmm. a couple months but to me I'm going to give it a 68 right now it could be higher than gotcha. that later on we'll so I'm see. assuming you're saying don't see it in theaters would it be worth a rental maybe or not even Netflix. Netflix. It. Yeah, wait gotcha. for Netflix. Yeah. Sure. Does Bloom has a lot? Of, they're just starting to put some of their content on. I right? don't know. Maybe. Okay. Um, no, actually, you know, I don't see a lot of their stuff on Netflix. To be honest with you. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have Disney Plus soon anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, gonna yeah. take over the market. Netflix is gonna be looking for more stuff to fill that Disney void. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so, there's a lot of cool. stuff there that might fly the coop. <laughs> well, anything else with Ma? Nah. No. Nah? I haven't seen it. Probably won't. Okay. I love Octavia Spencer, but it's not my yeah. not my thing. Well, now let me turn it to you, listeners. Have you guys seen any of these movies, whether it be Ma, Aladdin, or Godzilla, King of the Monsters? Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> and um, let us know. Did you like them? Uh, were they exciting? Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Um, if so, I totally understand why you would disagree with Joel. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we, we agreed. I know. I'm <laughs> Our kidding. ratings are I'm literally totally, the exact same. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Oh, anyway, <laughs> so so much for that positivity we I talked know, about at the start. I know. Yeah. Joel, I'd love to encourage you to oh, you. see it. 
with us. Oh, I'm gonna yes. see it. Cool. I I don't want to, but yes. I have to. I you saw have part to. one. I so. know, but part one was great. Yeah, so. this one actually that part of the movie looks really freaky, but the trailer doesn't look anywhere near as scary as the first trailer. No, 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 no. For some yeah. reason. So um but we'll see. I mean it's early on, still got a couple months to go. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, email us, uh realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Interact with us it's on social media, which is it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Real Review Media, and then YouTube.com slash the real review. Cool. Um you can do all that stuff there. Uh anything else, Joel? Two really quick Two things. Two quick things. One Related, one unrelated. Okay. One, uh, I didn't mention this, but I thought all of the monster looks to camera in Godzilla were hilarious. There's three specific moments where the monsters literally, the camera does like a pan zoom in thing and the monster goes, and like looks right at the camera. I didn't notice that. It's I got to look at it. so funny. I saw it, I mean, I saw it twice. So I noticed okay, it every so time. maybe you're looking at it. So yeah. every time it happened, the second time I saw it, I said, look to camera and he goes, and he like looks right at the camera. Uh, one's with uh, Rodan okay. and then one's with, no, two are with Rodan, I think, and one's with Godzilla. Ah, so look out for that. Okay. If, you have, if you're watching yeah. again, check for that. I'll it's the funniest thing ever. And then additionally, secondary, if you haven't had a chance to check the show out, watch Chernobyl. I'm watching it right I now. heard about it. Oh, my gosh. Such a crazy show. I heard show. it's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy that they're taking basically just like an environmental disaster yeah. and they're turning it into very sca- like horrific almost. Yeah. I've never been so scared of a dark room with nothing in it before as I have been with you know, because they've created like this it's almost like the mist it's like the the uranium yeah. and the, the radiation is like a threat and yeah. you can't necessarily see it it's yeah. so good I don't want to spoil it for that's you that's cool I yeah. want to see it I, do. It I have been hearing yeah. a lot and of the visuals things. are like ooh at times yeah. so yeah check it out good chance that's it awesome cool well if you have you seen Chernobyl I don't know why I'm looking, guys, right now I'm looking as if I'm looking at a camera for some reason. So I don't know why I'm doing that. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Email us, let us know what's up, what you're most looking forward to for the rest of the summer, and uh, keep cheering on Endgame to beat out Avatar. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. it. Yes. Other than that, uh, it's been real. It's been real.